things truth care truth brings i'll take one lift your ride best trip always i know you'll be at my show watching waiting commiserating say it ain't so i will not go turn the lights off Carry me home. Na 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 I sang that with the same talent that Tom DeLonge sang it with oh. Blink-182. Now, here's the link, right? The link is... Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLonge, <laughs> Paranormal Activity, UFOs, right? Blink-182. Direwolves. 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 Skinwalkers. Skinwalkers. And Nervous Nathan, who rang me up about a week ago, berating me, saying that I dissed him, dissed his favourite band of his childhood, Blink-182, by saying they've got no talent by playing three chords. God, and now I feel old. That was his childhood? Yeah, well, that's how old I feel too, right? <laughs> he gave me so much <laughs> shit, man. You've got no idea. He gave so, me so- I never got the phone call, but you were warning me about it. I warned you, remember? And you know what else he warned me about? The fact that we accidentally called, uh, I think it was a good Charlotte song, we said that that was a Blink-182 song. Well, in my book, they're the fucking same. They sound the same. They sound the same. I'm sorry, Nervous Nath. And you know who will back me up on that claim? Our special guest today, Rocket Russell. Greetings. Well, you know what? He's not our special guest. No, he's, he's a fucking, regular. He's a regular. He's on the payroll. <laughs> he's on the payroll. I'm furniture. That's right. Belong- he's, he's been paid with waffles. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they were good waffles. They were fucking good, man. Alongside me is the silent one, Jason Relaxation. <laughs> And you know who I am, you little fucks. Let me introduce this. This is about the Y episode. Captain's Log, State Out Log, 12.1.5.9. And the USS Invert the Y is orbiting another planet of retrodom and bullshit. And here we are, folks. And if Rocket Russell's here, it means one of two things. It's either Formula One or it's some fucking rabbit hole. Oh, or both. Or both. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, we'll go for the rabbit hole. Oh, yeah. God. Mate, this is big. Right, you've killed me. I've got very little sleep. I'm sorry for the people, the two people that are listening, because this ain't going to be pretty. And no, I, no cauldron of coffee is going to fix nah, that. No, I. He kept me up all night last night because he's saying to me, "Oh, let's talk about this thing called Skinwalker Ranch," and I'm like, "Oh, what's that?" It was that? your fault. You you probed on what what should we talk about, and then mm. you were throwing ideas back, and I yeah. couldn't believe you hadn't heard of Skinwalker Ranch. No, I hadn't. I, I'll be honest with you, I hadn't. Like. You know I'm a sucker for a good conspiracy theory. Oh. I was throwing a couple of good ones at you. I said, I said, look, oh, is there any like UFO stuff you want to talk about? And you're like, yeah, there could be, but you know, I said, what about JFK assassination? <laughs> nah, we'll talk about that another time. Well, okay. You guys, have you heard about Skinwalker Ranch? I'm like, oh no. <laughs> Next <laughs> thing you know, I'm I'm digging through Wikipedia. And, uh, I'm getting YouTube videos I'm sent on, to me. I'm sending YouTube videos. You know, and he, here's the thing. It was like near practice for the Italian GP as well. Time was running oh. out. Right. I was having a game session with Pedro, which is rare as well. Fuck. The brain, I couldn't take it anymore. And I couldn't sleep last night. Once I learned what Skinwalker Rants is and its history, right, could I sleep? No. I couldn't sleep. So you know what? Even though Jason Relaxation's a silent one, I want him to help 
me out today because this is going to be tough. This is going to be really tough, right? It's, it's cause, And it's all, as we found out, and we only just found out this morning, Yep, it's all interlinked. Mate, this is dun, big. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun. Mate, this is big. It was funny. I was sitting yeah. there on a couch watching that yeah. thing this morning with you, and both of us just looked at each other when that yeah. last bit came up going, yeah. oh, fuck. So you came over to my place to pick me up to come up here yes. to our mum's basement, right? <laughs> and, mate, I'm telling you. We drank waffles. coffee because I needed it because I'd been up all night watching shit on fucking skinwalkers and werewolves and all sorts of bullshit. <laughs> Everything short of vampires, right? And I'm like, oh, man, I'll just do one more video so I can get brushed up on this topic. You came over, we sat on the couch. Here we are drinking, like, big, giant coffees. And we, we, we both watched the video where the rabbit hole got even deeper, where it's all interlinked. So let's get into it, right? Let's rock it. Chime in, man. Need your help. Yeah, well. Because I, I, I don't know all of this. Oh, it's I don't think anyone knows all of it. No, this is big Jason maybe, relaxation. Maybe, maybe George, in, George and Apple know it all. Yeah, yeah so this is let's, well, yeah. let's go through it, right? So Skimwalker Ranch. Where is it first? Where it's is in it? in Utah. Yep. It is a, it's a 512-acre farm southeast of Ballard in which it, Utah. Which is not that big. It's not that big. No, 512 yeah. acres. I mean, we've got sheep stations that are way bigger than that. Way bigger than yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. So it's about, what, 80 miles east of... Uh, Salt Lake City, I think. Ballard, yep. And it's south of, where was it? Fort Douche. Fort Douche, we'll call it, but it's not Fort Douche. (laughs) Forever my favourite place. Yeah. (laughs) Now, this place... Fort Doucheness. Fort Doucheness. (laughs) So you could be... Imagine if you lived in Fort Doucheness and you were the Lord, you'd be Lord Lord Douche. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, this place, again, correct me if I'm wrong, has been a hot spot of crazy... Paranormal activity, including mm-hmm. UFOs, abductions, 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 right? Weird sightings yep. of energy orbs, cow mutilations, cow mutilations, memory. all sorts of stuff. Now, the reason why this place is significant, or potentially the reason why this place has got a lot of paranormal activity, is because it's believed that that there was a tribe of uh, Native Americans called the Utes, mm-hmm. not not like a Commodore Ute, a Ute. <laughs> That's why the Utah are called the team is called the Utah Utes, right? Oh. Oh, there you go. There you go. I learned something, mate. I can't mm. take any more knowledge. I've learned enough in life. I can't take any more. Right? <laughs> I've got to forget how to breathe or something. Pretty so. much. Mm-hmm. I'm on life support. I can't take it. <laughs> right. And apparently the Navajos, who are an, uh, obviously a different tribe, put a curse on this land to try and drive the Utes out. Am I right in that? Yes. And they said to the Utes that we're going to put a curse on this land, so you have to leave it, and we're going to put uh, – this land will now be dominated or be patrolled by skinwalkers. Yes. Am I right or wrong? That is correct. Okay. Now, a skinwalker is a shapeshifter. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Shapeshifters are interesting, right? Mm. So apparently this thing, or skinwalkers, can transform from normal human beings- Into wolves Odd-looking normal human beings. Yeah, we'll get to this bullshit. Yeah. And they'll shapeshift into big wolf-like creatures, mm-hmm. right? Now, whenever they've been sighted, these they're wolf- largely, or arguably, the the source of the werewolf sort of. Yeah, these things are things. a little bit more though. Well, they- no, no. In terms of contemporary sort of uh, fiction, really, that that a lot of people believe that's where it all stemmed from is these skinwalkers in in, okay. in in Navajo, you know, okay. mythology. Yeah. So again, I don't know everything about yeah. this, so you guys can. Chime in whenever you like, but I may have read way too much in my past. No, man, ju- <laughs> well, you jump in. No, <laughs> jump in, man. I'll, I'm cool because hmm. normally I tell you to be silence. 
But on this occasion, no, jump in. Because I'm, I'm by no means an expert with this. Mm. So the skinwalkers are apparently in, uh, a, a Native American Indian... Uh, uh, they're they're a myth. They're they're a like myth, a yeah. But they but they've apparently cursed this land, and they're bad this, as fuck. This is the Navajo. They've cursed this land. Yep. Right? Yep. Now there's a ranch on this land mm-hmm. that's been inhabited by various owners over the years, but things really picked up in the nineties. Yes, with the Shermans. With the Shermans, there was was her name was Gwen, and the guy's name was oh, I can't God. remember. Uh, Rocket Russell's it was, up on Wikipedia. of course, Wikipedia doesn't actually mention their names other than the Shermans. The Shermans bought this property, right? And they bought it because it's great. Uh, and it was going cheap. Let's it be was honest. going cheap, and they're cow farmers. Mm-hmm. And they're cow farmers, yeah. So they, they, they've got, like, prize. Mind you, 500 acres for cow farmers seems a bit small. They only had 80 cows. Oh, they only had 80 cows. So it's a hobby farm. Yeah. Well, no, no. Let's go back. The Shermans were quite poor. Right, they didn't have a lot of money, and so they thought this was their opportunity mm. to make a bit of money out of uh, breeding cattle mm-hmm. and yep. selling off these prized cattle. That was that was their idea, right? They had a, uh, they were, the, the, he, I can't remember the guy's name, but he was basically trying to make as much money as he could, and he didn't have a lot of money, and the property was going cheap because leading up to the Shermans buying it, a lot of locals had seen some weird shit. Yes, right now there's a story before the Shermans bought it. I just watched this video randomly yesterday before I got into the rural rabbit hole. There's a story apparently in the 50s where someone was working on the ranch and he was like a, what do you call a farmhand or something like this. Mm-hmm. Yep. He went into town, right? This is really To get some weird. power converters. No, he went into town <laughs> to get some power converters. That's right, Star Wars. Don't go down that bullshit. <laughs> He went into town to pick up some supplies or whatever it was, and mm. he happened to see a young woman looking at him, and he thought, I'm in. I'm Woohoo! In. Right? She was quite an attractive woman, and she looked at him, mm. and she came over to him, and he's thinking, okay, cool, I'm in. And She's she, pretty close to Las Vegas, though, so it could have been. Okay, but this is where it gets <laughs> fucked up and weird, right? Mm. I'm not making this up. This is part of the story mm. of, of this land. He walked over to this... Uh, this woman walked over to this guy who mm. was working on what would become skim, Skimwalker Ranch. Ranch. Yep. And she went up to him, bit flirtatious, and plucked a, a hair out of his head. Mm. And he thought that was a bit odd, and she walked away, and he thought, oh, that's a bit odd, but he was trying to get a leg up on her, but that didn't work out. Mm. Got back into the car, or ute, what a truck, or whatever it is, got back to the ranch. Later that night, he hears a knock on the door, and the woman that he'd met in town had followed him home. Fantastic. Now, no. Now, the thing is, is that he'd never given her the address. He'd never told her where he lived, but she had followed him home. Now, I'm pulling this maybe out of did, my ass. Didn't Nath have a story that was similar to this? <laughs> he did, but that was from Tinder. <laughs> he got on the Tinder and found a couple of girls that followed him home, but they didn't pull his hair out of his head. You know what I mean? But this, but this, but apparently, this woman had followed him home. Yes. And this is where it gets fucked up. According to this guy, after saying to her, I you're freaking me out, please mm. leave, he witnessed her change form mm. into a large wolf-like creature mm. and bound off into the, uh, I guess this is a very remote area, mm. and there's lots of uh, like thickets and trees and cottonwood. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it is quite. It's very remote, and she bounded off as a wolf form into the trees well, and was never seen again. And he did. He, Basically, shat himself. Le- he shat himself and left the ranch. That's the first weird story 
that is documented on this ranch. Well, I'm, I'm actually reading here about skinwalkers and what they are, and they actually say here, um, one of the uh, witchcraft usually inclu- includes tricksters, tricksters such as coyote. Mm-hmm. So yeah. wolf, coyote, same yeah. sort of thing. Mm. Yeah. So flash forward to the 90s, and the Shermans, a couple, uh, bought this ranch. They bought it pretty cheap because there was weird stories and it was abandoned ranch too. No one wanted to live there because of all the sightings and weird shit. Yeah, and they just probably thought it was a bit of hocus pocus, who gives a fuck. Exactly. And well, they were desperate financially. They didn't really have a lot to to buy in terms of money. They didn't have Mm. a lot of money to spend on on buying property. And so they thought it was a bargain because they had a lot of uh, property to to use. Yep. They they had a ranch. They thought it was a great opportunity to. Uh, breed cattle and sell the cattle as price as a prize herd. I think that's that's what his fame and fortune was going to be in his eyes. Yes. Now this is only in 1994. Yes, which yep. is crazy. I thought it's, this story was in the 70s. No. Actually, the story of the guy I just spoke about with he the was hair, from, I've that, just 1974. That. Yeah, he was 74. That's yeah. where the first story came. The first up. story where the guy went into town and the woman came up and plucked the hair out his out of his head and then turned up to the ranch and bounded off into the trees as a wolf was mm. in 1974. That's the first recorded story of weird shit occurring on this property, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. You're reading that. And we I'm actually know. reading that yeah. at the moment. The, yeah, the first recorded thing was 74. So. so 20 years later or thereabouts, the Shermans turn up. Yep. The the By this time, the ranch is abandoned. I think it had been pretty much derelict uh, for quite a while. And so the Shermans decided they would rebuild and restore the ranch, live off it, make money selling cattle or, or whatever, and, and go from there. But within a few weeks, some weird stuff happened, right? Yes. And they believe that it was triggered because the Navajo claim that if you want to stir up the skinwalkers, you don't dig in the ground. If you dig in the ground, it makes the skinwalkers appear, right? And so because this guy was repairing fences, the Shermans were repairing fences and rebuilding the ranch, he starts digging in the property. And that's what is believed to have triggered, triggered the skinwalker, yep. skinwalkers to come back to... From the old curse. Yeah, the curse was re- reignited, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is true, but that's the story, right? So he's repairing the uh, the property, and while he's doing that, he's seeing some weird shit, right? He's seeing uh, some of his cattle disappear. Yes. And when he finds them, he finds them completely mutilated, but in really bizarre ways, yeah. with no evidence of blood, blood. at yeah. all. Like it just been completely. Well, there was that, the one they was talking they were talking about had a, was it like a circle chopped out the from its ass to its mouth? Yeah, no, Jesus, with no yeah. blood, no blood, no blood, right? No blood. He also saw and has been reported to have seen balls of energy, balls of light, but different mm-hmm. colours. There was orange light. And apparently the orange light was only there to basically fuck around and see what was going on the property. But the Shermans claim that the blue light orbs were the troublemakers. They were the ones that actually create hysteria. So any animal that came in contact with the blue orbs would get completely panicked and run off. Yep. And any per- and whenever you approached or whenever a human approached the blue orb, they would also panic, right? And so he's completely freaked out by all of this. He's also seen uh, some of his cattle wander off into the uh, the distant 
cottonwoods or the, I guess the trees that are in the borders of his property. Yep. And the trail is clear in the in the snow and in the rain and all the different parts of the season because I think this goes on for a couple of years. Yeah. So through two, the, or three, two or three. Yeah. Years, so this is not it? like over a week or two. This is over a period of time, like a couple of years. Yeah. I think they sold out in ninety six. Ninety six they mm-hmm. sold out, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Ninety six. Yeah. Sold we'll out. get so to it was that. only over a couple of years. Yeah. Let's establish the weird shit first, and then we'll get to the other weird shit, right? <laughs> So he sees like cattle trails in the snow mm-hmm. completely disappear because he goes looking for missing cattle. And the classic is I think there was one where he follows his prized bull into like the, the cottonwood or the trees in the distance. What could possibly go wrong, Chase? No, well, he, he goes looking for it and he can clearly see the hoof marks in the yeah. snow, but then the hoof marks completely disappear and he can't see where it's gone. Mm-hmm. One night he's sitting on his porch and he's got these two best hunting dogs or guard dogs with him and he's got his scope rifle beside him and just as he's kind of like easing back for a a lazy evening a blue orb which is the troublemaker orbs appears in the distance on the cottonwood and his guard dogs start growling and he lets them off the leash this is where it's fucking weird he lets them off the off off his leash off their leashes and they run into the cottonwoods and he thinks cool the dogs are gonna pick up on it and maybe scare this thing off but then he hears yelping when they get through into the trees and he can't see them anymore. The, do- the dogs go from growling and, uh, you know, mean attack dogs to absolute yelping and as in they're in pain. And so it's dark at the time when this occurs. So he's too frightened to go into the trees himself. So he waits till the next morning and he goes out into the tree line the next morning and he sees both of his guard dogs or hunting dogs vaporized there's nothing left of them apart from ashes they've been vaporized by this blue orb there's also other uh, other um instances where the family now the so his children and his wife start freaking out because they're in the home and their pets start getting attacked Mm. there's a floating cow at one stage as well yeah there's a floating cow there's a there's a cat that's been mutilated. Their pets have been mutilated. Their, their dogs have been mutilated. But here's where it gets freaky. The, As if that wasn't the, freaky. No, 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 no. This is where they start coming into the house. So initially, the weird objects that they see out of the corner of their, of their eye don't come into the house. Mm. But now they start coming into the house as time goes on. His wife, I think- well, is- tell, tell me, though, was it like that documentary we saw that other time where the, the alien does this? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, the one that Lucky Lisa sent us. Oh, that was, uh, yeah, that was, I can't remember the name of the doc. Lucky Lisa sends us a stupid documentary. <laughs> it's it was beautiful. Just, it was so pathetic. No, but but you're not completely s- stupid when we're saying that. Initially, mm. the wife apparently is like in the kitchen and looking through the window and she can see shadowy figures looking back at her, right? But as time goes on, She's been quoted as saying, this is his, uh, Gwen Sherman, she's been quoted as saying she would have her morning shower and then go out uh, from the bath- <clears throat> from the shower into the bathroom and all her like uh, clothes and her brush were moved from the, from the basin of yep. the sink. Yeah. And they'd been moved and placed randomly through the house. So she starts believing she's got uh, mental problems. She, she, she believes she's got dementia or something because she's saying, well, I thought I left my brush on the vanity in my bathroom, Mm. but, oh, no, it's now in the lounge room. Mm. So these things are mucking around with her. They're pissing about with her, right? So she starts freaking out. But then 
the Shermans are then been, have been quoted or reported as saying that they wake up in the middle of the night and they see shadowy figures standing at the foot of their bed. That would fucking... That would freak the... F- oh, mate, come on. Do you know why I didn't sleep last night? Because I kept believing there was a shadowy figure at the foot of my bed. This is how fucking... Mate, this scared the shit out of me. It's like, you know, Paranormal Activity, the oh, first Oh, that movie? movie fucks you up. Yep. Where the chick's standing beside the bed and she's mm-hmm. looking down at her boyfriend, mm-hmm. right? This is what I'm imagining is happening yep. to me last night, except there's no one in the room because no one loves me, <laughs> right? And there's a, at the end of the foot, the foot of the, of the bed, there's a shadowy figure that's been looking down at them. Mm. Now this occurs quite quite frequently in the house. So, the so so am I? Yeah, you know, am I on yeah, the mark? Yeah, yeah, have yeah, I yeah. missed anything? No, you're on the mark. So the, the the thing that happens in around 1996, the Shermans can't take it anymore. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. And they go to a local uh, newspaper. And they report what they're seeing because the local, apparently, the neighbours of the of the ranch. So it's a large property. How big was the property again? Five hundred and fourteen acres. So there's obviously there's neighbour neighbouring yeah, ranches as well. Neighbors, yeah, neighbouring ranches. They're also reporting weird shit too, right? Well, you'd think so. Oh, they're right what on I the did side miss. What I did. Sorry, what I did miss was the very first interaction of the uh, Shermans with the Skinwalker. So when they first turn up to the ranch and they start. Um, putting in their furniture into the ranch and moving mm-hmm. in, apparently a wolf-like creature approaches them in plain sight and they freak out. And apparently the Sherman, the, the father and the, the husband, he's quite a big guy. He's about... He looks like a monster. He's about it? six foot, right? Mm-hmm. And he approaches... Or it might have been his father. One, it might have been Sherman Senior who was helping his son move in. They see this wolf-like figure staring at them from the distance. And the wolf-like creature then starts approaching them. And then they get the impression that this thing's got absolutely no interest in harming them, Hmm. but can see them clearly and they can see it. But what happens is they've got a calf or their cows in 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 a pen or whatever you call it. And the calf gets, this really young calf gets curious and sticks its head out from from the fence to have a look at what's going on with this wolf or this skinwalker. Yep. And the skinwalker sees the calf with the head sticking out of the fence and it attacks it. It r- tries to rip the head off the calf. And so Sherman gets his gets sends to his son, go get my rifle. And he get, I think it's a three fifty seven Magnum or something like this, whatever the gun is. And he pulls the gun out and shoots this wolf point blank. Hmm. Nothing happens. The bullet goes straight through. Right, so, so he takes. That, that's where I turn around. Even better is shot. Truck, yeah. <laughs> so he takes. So so he takes another yeah. shot. Yeah. Point blank, bang, nothing. Right, aims for its head, bang, nothing happens. Right, but he takes another shot, and I think he tries to shoot it at the rear of the of the animal, hmm. and it does take a chunk of its flesh off the animal, and the animal senses that it's not welcome where it is, leaves the poor uh, calf, and drops the calf from its jaws, and then it. Bounds off onto the distance, looks back at the house and the Shermans, and then runs off back into the cottonwoods or the trees, right? That's the first reported incident that the Shermans have the day they move in. Mm. Then Sherman goes back to investigate the uh, flesh that fell off the, uh, the, the, the wolf or the skinwalker. And what it find, what he finds is not what he'd expect. It's not like bloodied and it's not like fresh. It's, it's rotten and it smells. And apparently, whenever the skinwalkers approach, they smell like this musky smell. Everything smells musky, 
right? And I'll get to this now, later on. There's a there's a story about this. But also, too, going back to that 1974 story when I was doing some research on this, the one where the person goes into the town and the woman grabs a mm. hair off this guy's head and then follows him back home. Yep. Apparently, uh, they get freaked out after this when the woman turns into a skinwalker. They... This guy's staying with his cousin. These are the original occupants of Skinwalker Ranch. He says to his cousin, let's go. They grab guns, go into the... Because they want to go into town where it's safe. They get freaked out by it. They go into their truck. They're doing like 25 miles per hour. Hmm. But the road's rocky, so they can't go too fast. And apparently there's a, a, a pack of these Skinwalkers running after the truck. And the guy, the, 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 the guy that was originally approached by the female, he's driving and his cousin's got a gun and he leans out of the truck and he aims for the, the, skin, the skinwalker's uh, head. And apparently the same thing, the bullet goes straight through. What they reported was, was that they saw their throat, the skinwalker's throat was clear. And the bullets were just passing straight through the skinwalkers. Nothing would happen. And so the, tr- the, the guy that was driving the truck stepped on it even more and went from like 30, 25 to 35 to 45 miles per hour, but he couldn't go any quicker because the roads are very bad and they were afraid of crashing. Mm. But they managed to outrun these skinwalkers, but they had to go that quick. So 45 miles per hour is pretty bloody There's quick, man. There's no fucking way in hell I'm going back to that house. No fucking... Well, they didn't. They didn't. I don't think they did. Mm-hmm. These got these two kids or two young guys, they never went back. They'd they got calling fuck it. They, got, they did. They called fuck it and they didn't go back, right? So that period, this is 1974, and I don't know, maybe I'm missing something here, but my understanding is from 1974 to 1994, nobody's living in this ranch. It goes through a big gap, doesn't it? Yeah, there's a big gap where no one's living there. You get some early 70s, late 60s things, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, it's the Shermans. The Shermans moved I don't know what happened. So So maybe maybe that whole family moved out and then eventually went up for sale. This is what happens. To cease the state or something? Well, the Shermans buy it, Mm. and they're the first people that 100% document what's going on. Mm. And so, as I said, 1994 or five. After these events that Sherman, the Shermans are seeing, they go and report it to a local newspaper. Mm-hmm. The Desert News. And guess who picks up on it? Good old Uncle George. Good old, good old Uncle George Knapp. George and guess who, just for a reminder of folks that are listening, George Knapp interviewed one Bob Lazar in 1989. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's got a history of this shit. Has George Knapp? Well, he's kind of in the area, he's, right? Yeah, well, I mean, Utah, Las Vegas, they're close, aren't they're they? They're pretty well. They, where they are in 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 uh, Utah, they're kind of probably getting closer to um to to Nevada than than you know the other side. So it, it makes sense. He's in the same geographical region. Yeah. So, but he's kind of become a bit of a what do you call it? A UFO paranormal guy. Yeah. He's yeah. the go-to guy if you want to report. UFO sightings, you want to report paranormal mm. activity, you go to George Knapp. That's why, you know, because by these states, because we're talking like, what, 94, 95, mm-hmm. probably 95, actually 96, I think this is. So yeah. by then, he, he's, he's well and truly interviewed Bob Lazar because he did that in 1989, mm-hmm. right? So Bob Lazar's now been and gone at this point. He's and old news. He's, he's old, old news, news, according yeah. to George Knapp. So George Knapp, he's, he's got this reputation. And so anyway, the, the, the Sherman somehow report this and George Knapp gets wind of it. And he actually goes out there and investigates it, doesn't mm-hmm. he? Yeah. Right. Now, this is where I need your help. 
Because the Shermans say, fuck this place, we're not going to live here anymore. We want to sell it. Mm. Yes. And, of course, the only person that wants to buy it is a guy by the name of Bigelow. Robert Bigelow. Robert Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow. Now, yeah, I was... I was the I, when I heard his name. You know what? That's how I remember the name. That's the only... You know, that's the only way I remember the name was Deuce, Deuce Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow, Mal Gigolo. Mal, Mal Gigolo, you know. It's so, like I get an email at work from a guy named um, Fergal. Mm. All I can think of is Fergal, Fergal Sharky. Sharky. Yeah. <laughs> a good heart these days is hard to find. A good heart. Yeah. 1985, Fergal Sharky. Yep. Now... So we've got our friend. What's his name? Big Robert Bigelow. Bigelow. Now, who is Robert Bigelow? Robert, Robert Bigelow is a gentleman who was at the age of eight decided he wanted to go into space. Okay, and Not basically set his entire career path to be mm -hmm. a millionaire so he could afford that. So he's the owner of Bigelow Aerospace, mm. who also set up a company by the name of N. DSC, which what did that stand for again? National Institute of something science data. It's, it's no, it's not data. It's no discovery science. I think it is. Yeah, I think it is discovery yeah. science. So let's go back a step here. The Shermans say, "Fuck this place, right? Fuck this. We want to. We want to sell mm -hmm. this ranch. This ranch is weird, man. We can't live here because they end up. Look, they end up having room. Dad's name was Terry. Terry. Terry Sherman. Okay, so Terry Sherman says. I'm, I'm out of this. I can't... Because mm -hmm. by then, I think Gwen was falling apart mentally. Yes. She, she was questioning her mental health. The kids were doing poorly at school because they weren't sleeping. They were terrified by what, what they were seeing. And so Terry says, I've got to get our family out of this, right? Yep. And so he goes to try and sell the property. And of course, the local residents know all about it. No mm. one's interested. No one's interested in buying it except for our friend... Bigelow. Robert Bigelow. Robert Bigelow. Now, Robert Bigelow decides he's going to buy it off the Shermans. The Shermans are quite happy to exit stage left. Get out of there. They get out of Dodge. Mm -hmm. They leave the property. $200,000 richer. Yep. Mm -hmm. So Mentally scarred. Mentally scarred. They never go back as far as I'm aware. But oh, they do, actually. Terry does, but we'll get to it, right? We will get to it. Terry does go back. So what happens is... Uh, Robert Bigelow buys the property and he's a big fan of paranormal UFO shit because he wants to go into space. He's a big believer and he somehow is in contact with none, one Richard Knapp. George Knapp. George, George Knapp. Knapp, sorry. The reporter. Yes. Our friend that re uh, interviewed Bob Lazar. And is, yeah, all over anything space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So somehow George Knapp contacts or is involved with uh, Bigelow, Robert Bigelow. And they start forming a bit of an alliance. And Robert Bigelow's got a bit of coin. And he says, you know what I'll do, George? I'm going to investigate these weird phenomena that the uh, Shermans sort of came forward with to see if it's actually real. Because if it's real, I want to know, right? So he sets up a, a company called NDIS, which was National... NIDS. NIDS, sorry. National Investigation Discovery Sciences. Okay, so NIDS is created. And again, this is a bit weird, right? This is where it gets tough. It is, because then you've got the. This is where the politician gets involved, isn't it? Yeah, there's a politician involved, uh, yeah. James, James Randy. Yep. So he awards a Pegasus Award for funding uh, and purchase, yeah. 
Yeah, so I think he's given Bigelow the money to buy the property, hasn't he? Yeah, he gives. Yeah, they yeah. purchased it on behalf of the Harvard University professors. Yes, so he's a bit. I think a bit of a deal has gone behind the scenes, Rocket Russell. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. It doesn't look like something behind no, the scenes. Something's a bit weird. So what happens is Bigelow's goes. He buys the property off the Shermans. Yep. He's not interested in the ranch itself. I don't believe he actually restores it at all. No, he just investigates. He just it, investigates he? it, and what he says is, he gets a bit of money from this uh, politician, and he says, "Okay, I'm going to create this thing called NIDS, and I'm going to get a group of scientists together, and to I'm going to inv- and on. I'm going to investigate whether or not yep. it is actually 100% paranormal UFO activity or haunted or all the above, or it's bullshit, and I'm going to get George Knapp." Who he knew, who he knows, who's the reporter that you know interviewed Rob Lazar, and he's going to say to George, "I want you to document it. I want you to report on it. So whatever we find, whether it's bullshit or not, I want you to report on it. Am I right or wrong? Yes. Okay. Cool. So George Knapp's basically there as part of a uh, a bit of a. It's just an observer. Yeah, documenting what they're saying. But Bigelow's got a whole bunch of scientists, man, and they set up camp at this joint. They actually set up camp, right? Yes. Now, Terry Sherman wants to clear his name as being a crazy person, and he says, I'll actually be a farmhand. I'll actually go back and live on this place again because he feels a bit more secure that people are there with him. And he says, I'll help you out. So I'll sh- I'll take you to places where I saw some shit. I'll I'll explain what I saw and what I didn't see. And he actually lives there, but his family's gone now. His family's moved away, right? As you would, as you would, mm-hmm. right? So there's a whole bunch of scientists there that live on this property now. Am I am right? Yep. Yeah, yeah no, they right. live on this property and they've got like a little compound they've built. It's crazy, right? And so George Knapp's in in a, like being an investigator as well. They've got all this scientific equipment. You've got Geiger counters, camera, video cameras. They've got all sorts of shit, right? And you know what? They experience some weird shit too. Yes. Like real, like they actually at first are really skeptical of what uh, Terry Sherman actually said. But within a couple of months, in I think this is 1996, they actually start believing every word he said and then some because they start seeing some weird shit too. One of the things was crazy was, um, I think this is the most uh, really uh, documented, well-documented um, event, which is later on in the piece. I think it was April 2nd, 1996. There's an event where um, for one day, very rarely, uh, Gwen Sherman... Terry's wife comes back to help him put these because pro- he's still got cattle on the property. Because the scientists say, "Listen, don't change anything. Mm. Leave the cattle on the property because the cattle sure. obviously make make these aliens slash yeah the aliens are steak skinwalkers, whatever it is. Let's not change anything, right? Mm. So Terry says, "Cool, I'm going to I'm going to go about my business." So Terry actually puts these cattle in a pen, drives off for a while, and these are his prized cattle, by the way, his prized bulls. Right. Yep. He, Gwen goes and helps him repair some fences that are down at another part of the property. And when they go back to where the original pen is, where they've got the prize cattle, they've disappeared. And so Terry goes, he shits himself. He goes, "Well, where are my cattle? Where'd they go? There's no evidence of them. They've disappeared." But what's happened is they've backed themselves into a container, like a trailer, like a truck trailer or something. It's like a container. Yep. And he finds them. 
And he says to to his wife Gwen, "Oh, they're here. I found them." But what he sees is really bizarre that they can't. The scientists can't explain. And what it is is these these four bulls are side by side in a packed container in a trance. They don't move. They're not. They're not making any movement. Hmm. No, none at there was all. Something with their eyes as well, wasn't there? Their eyes were all glazed. Yeah, there was something right? with their eyes. That's right. And they. And this was like bizarre, right? And that they because part of the uh, NIDS, they also had vets there. Remember, they had vets investigating the animals, the yeah. animals being mutilated, and the vets would actually do autopsies on it. And so the vet came over and tried to look at this and said, "This is impossible." You can't get full uh, full bulls or whatever it is packed in a tight container like this, and they're not moving. This is fuck. This is impossible. They ca- you can't do that. You can't even put two bulls together. They won't. They'll actually. No, they'll-, they'll go crazy. They'll butt heads. They'll do all sorts of shit. And so they witnessed these bulls completely in a trance. And then the scientists came over and they did some weird magnetic, uh, what do you call it, magnetic measurement of the area, and they said. The, magnet, the, the magnetism in this area is really strange. Something's not right with this area. And then after a while, the bulls went back to normal and they, they went crazy and they bolted out of the container. That's probably one of the big the big ones. The scientists also saw firsthand the, um, the balls of light. Yes. They uh, saw that. The scientists also saw, oh, the scientists went to a cliff overlooking the ranch and one night they saw a big... Blue, blue, blue light, and the scientist said, "I'll get some binoculars." And he looked in, and he says, "There's someone coming out of the, the light." And what they reckon is the craziness of it. And this is one thing I have missed. Terry Sherman claims that he saw many times beings leave what looked like a a portal. Mm. Yeah. And apparently, the Navajo believe, or the residents believe, there are portals to other dimensions based on this property. That's wacky shit, but that's what they've said, right? And so these scientists now, who are there, whether they're there to, you know, spruik the bloody uh, propaganda even even more, I don't know. But they were there. There were two scientists overlooking a cliff where they saw this blue light. They had binoculars and they saw a being leave the, the this portal. Yep. The other thing I missed was Terry uh, Sherman back in the day. So back in the, like 1994 when he first bought the property, he saw a UFO, he claims, scanning his property with multi-different color lights, like a bit like uh, Close Encounters of the Third mm-hmm. Kind, that movie. He saw a big UFO flying over a, a paddock in his property in the snow, so it was wintertime, and he was he was stationary in a, like, he was immobile for quite a period of time. He, he didn't want to... He didn't want the UFO to see him or hear him or whatever, so he was staying in the one position as as long as he could. But he couldn't stand it anymore, and he moved. And as he did, his like his joints creaked, and as he like joint creaked or popped, like they all do in all of us. Apparently, the UFO heard it, turned it, it turned towards him, sca- scanned him or did something with him, and then pissed off. So he's seen UFOs as well. But long story short, the scientific company that was f- created by uh, Bigelow yep. backed the story of the Shermans 100%. They believe they've also saw skinwalkers during their time there. They believe they saw, they saw shadowy figures in the place they were staying. And there's another event as well because they believe, the scientists believe that canines, aka dogs, 
are very sensitive to paranormal activity. They can pick up on it really easily and really quickly. There was a day or a couple of days where their dogs that they had, they were like attack dogs. Because mm. the other thing was for security. People were starting to get wind of this shit and people wanted to break into the property and have a look. So they had attack dogs there, like German shepherds to try and keep people out. And one particular day, the dogs wouldn't leave their kennel. They stayed in the kennel the whole for a couple of days. They wouldn't come out for any reason. And so the scientists tried to figure out what the fuck it was. And they did some magnetic readings and all sorts of stuff. And they, they said, this is weird. This isn't normal. And what they learned or what they figured out or what they assumed is that the dogs could sense that they were being uh, stalked. There was something watching them and something following their moves, but they couldn't see it. But the dogs could. That's what they theorized, right? So whether or not it's part of the skinwalker, I think the skinwalker is one element of all this shit because this place has been... Oh, it's it's a hot pot of mm. all the weird shit, like UFO uh, uh, sightings, portals... Beings laying the portals, cattle mutilations. Because, you know, with UFOs, there's always a cattle mutilation, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Skimwalkers, uh, a Navajo supposed, uh, like, a cursed land. All this shit. Direwolf. Direwolves. Direwolves. There's even a mention of Bigfoot in one of the articles. Oh, yeah, Bigfoot. No, there has to be. No, apparently Bigfoot was sighted on his property, too. I don't buy he, that. He was but... down visiting one of the... He's getting it on with one of the yeah. direwolves. Oh, you yeah. Maybe. Oh. So here's the thing. So 1996, apparently it was at its height in terms of weird shit, this property. Yep. But then uh, the NIDS disbanded. They couldn't actually conclusively prove that what the Shermans had seen was true or not. And here's the crazy thing. And always the skeptics will say, yeah, of course. All the video footage that they had of the creatures that they saw... Everything they saw, because apparently the scientists claim they saw it. They did mm. see the skinwalkers. They did see the shadowy figures. They did see portals. They did see UFOs. They saw all the shit the Shermans did, but all the equipment that they record that they used to record all this stuff, none of it worked. Of course it didn't, right? Yeah. And so they they took off. They disbanded in, I think, 97 or something like this, and the property was basically abandoned and nothing happened mm-hmm. on it between, I don't know, 1996 and 2004. And in two, something happened in 2004, and I can't remember they what it was. They packed everything up. They gave up. That's right. They they? Pa- that's right. The NDI, NIDS packed up. Yep. They, they gave up, basically. So I'm just reading. I found an article whilst we've been ch- chatting. 1,200 letters were sent to, lo- to local ranchers asking for their cooperation in reporting of missing or mutilated animals during mm. the um, N- NIDS time. Yeah. So they were they were really right into it. Yeah, that, this was serious, man. Oh, I know. And these scientists were no joke. I can't remember the ma- the name of the main guy. The main scientist, though. Uh, I actually had his name. It's Randy. It's not the politician I thought it was. Um, hang on, let me... Because that link is important because that guy's linked to your mate at ATIP. Oh, um, Lewis. Lou, yeah. Lou El so, so the scientist here that... Big, this is really complicated. The, um, so it's Harvard University professor John Mack and author Bud Hopkins. Okay, so remember that name for a second. And James Randi is the big skeptic who was one of the biggest... He was the guy who um, created the Pegasus Award to award to Bigelow to start investigating it. Right, okay. So so one of those scientists, I can't remember who it is, he's directly linked to ATIP, your mate Louis, whatever his name is. Louis. I'm Louis the Fly. Sorry. Sorry. So, so that guy there, right, he is linked to ATIP, 
Oh, it wouldn't surprise me. And ATIP was an agency set up by the government to investigate alien activity, yeah? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we talked about that when we did the whole Nimitz and Princeton event in... I kept saying Princeton on that podcast. Pissed me off. It's Princeton, right? That that particular event, the Tic Tac event, yes. ATIP was investigating that. ATIP was investigating Before that. that period of time, ATIP are kind of linked to this because one of the scientists was actually... Linked to ATIP and your friend Louis something something. I could be forgetting his last name. Alessandro. Yeah. So all of this shit. So okay. he was the head at that point. Wasn't he was. He was the head. He of was the head. He resigned in 2017. Mm-hmm. Because ATIP. he wanted to apparently bring all that information yeah. out. So yeah. here's the thing, right? All the all the documentation for what NIDS was basically recording for Skinwalker Ranch mm. went back to ATIP. Mm-hmm. Right, and guess what happened to those files? Classified, round, yeah, it was brown file. Classified, yeah, brown filing cabinet. No one's going to see what happened there, right? No. But the scientists have come out and said, "Guess what? We saw some shit. Whatever the, Sh- the Shermans said they saw, we back up. We we backed them up. They weren't lying. That was weird. They weren't lying, there. right? And still is. Now, the, now the skeptics are out there, and I don't disagree with the skeptics." It is a little bit convenient that a guy like Bigelow, who's got a lot of money, bought a property, and you know what his ambitions are? To create a space hotel, yeah. right? So he's in- 2022. Yeah, 2022, he's going to try and create- He ain't going to meet that time. No, he's not, but his idea was back in the 90s to create a hotel in space. Mm-hmm. And you know, what he's, you know what he's made business is? Theme parks. Huh. So guess what? Guess the- what he's created- well, that's what people are saying. Well, that, that is... Yeah. So the skeptics mm. are well, saying... if you that, read back here, it was trademarked. Um, so the ranch was sold by Bigelow to a private corporation. Uh, the name Skinwalker Ranch was filed for trademark in 2018. What was the name of the company that bought it off Bigelow? Adamantium. Okay, Adamantium, they're theme park people. Mm. They make theme parks. Which is yeah, Bigelow. So they, exactly. So they buy property, right, and they make theme parks out of it. So, so the big skeptics. Convenient. I'm just trying to be balanced. Yeah, it's yeah. very. It is very convenient. It is. The um, skeptics out there say, "Listen, we know about this guy Bigelow. We so, he sold it 100 percent to Ant, uh, Adamantium. What is? Yeah, that's it. Adamantium. Yep. They make theme parks. Isn't that the shit out of fucking that Avatar thing that I've? Yeah, a, it's. It is, you, know, you know what? That's what I thought it was. It's something out of a movie. It's Adamantium. out of a movie, isn't it? Yeah, it sounds familiar. It is. Yeah. Anyway, these guys they make they they have property. Investments, mm-hmm. and they make theme parks out of their properties. And now the skeptics are saying, and they've got a good point. Isn't that very convenient that yep. Bigelow made all this fuss, got scientists out to back up the claim of the Shermans that, that makes there's some weird shit yep. on this property? And now, ching, ching. and now all of a sudden, this this big ranch is a spooky place, and people are, and right now to this very day, people are fucking clamoring over the fences to get into the joint yeah, to have yeah. a look at it. Right, so it's a little bit suspicious. So what if somebody says, you oh, know we're what, open it up, we're going to open it up and charge you, I don't know, twenty bucks to come in and have a look at the most haunted place in the U.S. because that's what they're advertising it as. They they're advertising it as the most haunted UFO trafficked cursed Navajo land in the U.S. Wow. What more do you want as a, as a tourist attraction? Of, of course it does. I'll tell you what, if it wasn't for Piss Week Pete's World, whatever. Piss, oh, mate, it's yeah. got nothing on Piss Week World. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd think about going. It's yeah. funny. I've got a funny story about Piss Week World, but I'll leave it for later. Leave it for a bit. We're on Ooh. a bit of a roll here. This is a, bit, this is a tough one. And just on a side note, yeah. Adam Antian, yeah. Marvel. Oh, Wolverine. So. Yes. Oh. So that that's where we are right now with Skinwalker Ranch, mm. right? 
did it's, I miss? It's a convenient location as well because it is within driving distance to Area 51. How far from Area 51 is it? Is it? Oh, you'd be able to do it. Because that's the other thing I missed. The, oh, it has to be. It's cause, yeah, I've just looked. Yeah, duh. That's the other thing I missed. On this property, Skinwalker Ranch, both the Shermans and NIDS, the scientists, did see crop circles mm-hmm. or circles on the of, of the land where they believe UFOs were. So there's a lot of weird symbology on the on the actual landscape itself. It's a weird place. But it's a little bit weirder because we haven't gotten to the final piece yet. So Adamantium have mm. bought the brought the property of Bigelow. Mm-hmm. Bigelow wants to make a space hotel. Mm-hmm. He's in cahoots with your mate from ATIP. He's in cahoots with a whole lot of them. And you know who else he's in cahoots with? Lifestyles. Life's, no, that's fucking uh, good wrong. Charlotte. You'll good piss, Charlotte. You'll piss off piss, nervous piss Nathan. Off Nathan. He's in cahoots with Tom DeLong and To The Stars, huh. the company that Tom DeLong's heading, which is all of the crazy military people and the scientific, scientific community which, looking at alien life form and creating media. Which is just a, applied to the US government for funding because they've, they've, they're $37 million in debt. Yeah, he's lost $37 million bucks. <laughs> he doesn't have that sort of money. No, he's fucked. No, so they're in cahoots with To The Stars. Yes. Right? And isn't that interesting? Because To The Stars, what's their mantra? Their mantra is to create media that sells and promotes the idea that potentially there are alien life yeah, forms and it's supposed existence. to be a couple of different things. It's like, it's not just media, but... Well, media is his biggest book. It's three wings, isn't it? Yeah. It's three different sections. Yeah. So you got the film section, the, the research, research section. section. There's some other the, fucking bullshit section. And the, well, we'll tickle government balls. Yeah, yeah it's, an, so, it's interesting. So, what, so that link blew our mind, didn't it, this morning, oh, Rocket was, Russell? Well, that was bullshit, man. You came over to my place to pick me up. We had coffee. We sat on the lounge there, and I said, man, I've been researching Skinwalker Ranch. Now, all I had was the intention of just discussing what Skinwalker Ranch is, but then I just went, hang on, now I smell a rat. Remember when I said to you I smell well, a rat now? It is a Because now rat. you've got all these people. You've got Bigelow in cahoots with Louis, whatever his name is, from the head of ATIP, right? And they're, and they're all working together with two of the stars with Tom DeLong. Mm-hmm. Hmm, which is now Which is now broke. And Ad- Adamantium, which is the company that bought the property off Bigelow, you know what they do? They make theme parks. Hmm, I smell a bit of a rat. Not, I'm not saying that what the Sherman saw in the 90s is bullshit, but a lot of people now rock up to the uh, ranch. Did you see? I, I showed you the video yesterday. It was a couple of young kids. Oh, I should say young couple. Mm. They turned up and they crossed the fence. Not that there is a fence. And they overlooked the, uh, the property of the ranch, right? Mm-hmm. And I must admit, right, they were very balanced because the young guy says, I think this is all crap. I don't believe any of it's real. I think this is all made up to sell money and make a theme park out of it, right? And somebody's profiteering off it. But you know what? He showed a picture of the land. Hmm. The amount of dead cow carcasses and dead like bones, bones of everywhere. Bones. It's a bone graveyard, man. I'll tell you now, it, it might all be bullshit, but it is a scary place. Yeah, it could just be coyotes. It's a scary place. Skinwalkers, man. Yeah, skinwalkers, man. Coyotes are skinwalkers, bro. Mm. You'll never look a coyote dead in the eyes again. Yeah. And and the actually, the placement to Groom Lake isn't actually all that bad. There is a bit of distance there, but... But you could imagine doing a little bit of a it, UFO it's, tour. It's not that far out of the world. But as a crow flies, is it close? Close enough. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It's like close enough that you could go, oh, I'm going to go to the US and I'm going to do this UFO tour. Yeah, you tour. could do... Easily, you could do... Do, um, do you see now how like Area 51, 
people by default want it to be a theme park, which is stupid, right? Those idiots are going to be in a world for trouble. Yeah, that's coming up, isn't it? Well, a couple of weeks. A couple yeah. of weeks. Um, so At the time of this recording. The town, yeah, the town that uh, are the main, where they've said they're all going, has mm. actually put itself into a state of emergency. Because yeah, they're not going to be able to fucking they can't feed people. do anything. They put out things going, look, bring water, bring food, bring accommodation. Nobody's going to show up. We don't have anything. I think they will. I reckon they will. You they might will. have a couple of no, you know Because you've got, now got two music concerts. So somebody's jumped on the bandwagon. They've now they've got, got, how can we profit off this? Yeah. yeah. So there's two you know music turn things up? set up there What you've got to do is go there with a, like a Mr. Whippy ice cream van and make a fucking well, fortune. That's what I said to Dan. I said, yeah. we should go to America, buy a truck of water. Yeah. yeah. Just bottle but water. You, but you know why they'll turn you up? Should. You know why they'll turn up? Because people are turning up to Skinwalker Ranch. And it's far less significant, really, than Area 51 in terms of mystique. Right, Area Fifty One might have less activity, and it's, it's going to be like one of those Woodstock and, things. Yeah, all these people turned yeah, up to Woodstock it, to say they turned up to yeah. Woodstock. So, mm. so in terms of folklore, Area Fifty One's got less mystique in terms of activity or reported sightings in Skimwalker Ranch. But Skimwalker Ranch, people are now climbing. Well, there is a kind of sort of fence it's at the front, fence, yeah. but people are going around it, looking over the cliffs down into the valley yeah, of the crater. Like, I was actually right? just on one of the websites, and it gave me two hills to go sit on. <laughs> on Skin, Skinwalker Ranch, get, well, not yeah. on Skinwalker Ranch, but really good spots to see. Maybe, maybe we should, may, maybe we should go to the US. And I'd love to, man. Oh. But I'm telling you now, when I saw that video I showed you yesterday, those two young kids or young couple, I should say, when they went around the cliff there and overlooked the valley, they could see it's almost like a crater, and they looked right down into it where the ranch is. They couldn't really see the ranch. It's scary. Even if it's all bullshit, it's still a it's scary eerie place, looking man. It's place. eerie. It's You're a out weird... in the butt-fuck middle of nowhere. But, man, there's bones everywhere. Yeah, but at the back of our mum and dad's I place know, but, but No, but I'm talking like a, a sea of bones. Yeah, maybe they just starved. Yeah, I know, but there's a sea of bones, which is scary in it itself. It is odd, dude. It's odd. Yeah. Really weird. I'll show you the video. It is odd. It's a sea of bones. Hmm. Right, that sounds like a. And great, you're right. That sounds like a great name for an album. Sea of Bones. I was thinking of a band. Yeah, Sea of Bones. I'm sure there probably is one. Probably. I bet he's googling it. No, no, I'm actually looking for that video to send a butthead over there. You know what I'm talking about? But we'll we'll have a look at it at at lunch, mate. It is 100 percent a Sea of Bones. I don't know what you're expecting for lunch. No, 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 no. We'll, <laughs> half time. Half, half time. Uh, coffee. Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, when we're it, finished with it, it is interesting. Like, like I, yeah, I was just reading the article about the uh, the thirty something million dollars that they're apparently in debt for. Fuckface has come out and said, "No, that's all lies." Who's lies, fuckface? Tom, Tom DeLong. Tom DeLong. Yeah. Oh, is it propaganda? Isn't yeah, it? that's what he reckons. Mate, I, that I went over this last time we talked about you know UFOs and stuff. He, Tom DeLong makes no sense. And, and that company to the stars makes no sense. No. What, what is it? You know, and how does he pull all of this together? That still doesn't make any sense. But do you know what was really funny? Like if you if you watch the the docos and the various things that are out there, no one says anything. It's like no, I don't want to talk about it. Like all of these scientists that have worked apparently at these highest levels, they're like, no, I can't talk about it. It's classified. No, I can't talk about it. It's so what the fuck do you guys actually do with your time? Yeah. They've got these fancy-ass offices and things that they're working it's on. It's a really nice office. It looks sweet. really lovely. To the it's stars. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So, but what they the- haven't skimmed. They've, they've spent their $37 million Yeah, but this well. is what yeah. doesn't make sense. So, you're t- again, I'll go back to the point. Tom DeLong was in Blink-182. Yeah. Or Good Charlotte. 
All good Charlotte. Shout out to Nervous Nathan. Mate, I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Oh, You know what? I'll call him out now. Nervous Nathan, you come on this bullshit podcast and you give me one reason why Blink-182 is fucking good. Because as far as I'm concerned, they're three-chord two-bit wonders. They're shit. I sang that fucking song as good as Tom DeLonge did, and I've got no talent at all, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not saying he's got no talent. He does. But there's no way a guy like that, I don't care what anyone says, can pull together all of those different uh, uh, sources. You know, you've got uh, the research arm, you've got the mm-hmm. scientific arm, you've got the military arm. You're telling me a guy like Tom DeLong can do that? That makes uh, and no sense. And just the story, like, you hear, like on the podcast, I know you're not a huge Rogan fan, but the way that he goes about explaining how did you pull this he together. He weird, man. It's like, this just doesn't make any sense. No, like, some, 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 that some, was a weird, that was, that. I mean, that's one of the interviews that has really turned me off Rogan. Yeah. That Cheech and Chong, Tommy Chong. And, yeah, that was funny. Was and the Bob Lazar yeah. one. Bob Lazar one was just bizarre. Yeah, but that was more Bob Lazar. And then it was more it was, like... It was more avocado boy. Yeah, well, that was more uh, Corbell. Yeah, avocado. Right? Whatever his name is. He was the guy that was answering for Bob Lazar. And that, to me, whether Bob Lazar was comfortable with it or not, I don't know. Hmm. But the reality is I still struggle with Bob Lazar in that particular podcast because he's gone around the world since 1989 telling everybody about Area 51 mm-hmm. slash S4. Right, and now and now when he's given the chance to actually explain it in detail, he says nothing. Right, I went over that before. Yeah. Right, and so I just find this particular story very convenient too. Let's look at all the the key players. There's uh, George Knapp. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, he was in it by default. There was uh, Bigelow who bought the property and then sold it to Adam Antium, his money. who made theme Double. parks. Keep going. He bought it for two hundred. Uh, was it bought it for two hundred and ninety six? Yeah, yeah. Chicken. Adam Antium bought it in twenty two sixteen. They bought it. Yeah, four point five million. Jesus fuck. Yeah, and what they're going to make theme parks out of? Well, they well, well, they're they're gonna they, they wouldn't be. Theme pa- park. They gonna, would they, not be paying that much money if they didn't have a plan in mind. Exactly. Right? Yeah, they, they've got a plan. Uh, and I mean, right? it's the same. Same. Well, we think it's the same company owned by the same person. Yep. So basically, he's just moving funds from one account to yep. another to make yeah, things look good. And you know what? There's an, there's another side of this story too. Oh, I just want to be balanced because I can run away with this and go, oh, skinwalkers, oh, this is sick. What I'm saying is apparently the uh, the Shermans were given a bit of a couple of like a once-over as well because they were quite poor when they left the property. Yep. And a lot of people are saying they did this to get one attention and two money. Yes, right. Which would because they sense. couldn't sell the property, not because it was haunted, because it was basically worthless, mm-hmm. right? For cattle and all the rest of it. Now I don't know if that's true or not, but I'm putting it out there because a lot of because I, I looked at the skeptic side of it too, to make it a bit more balanced for today. And a lot of people are saying, yeah, but the Shermans kind of got out of it well too because. Bigelow bought it and and they you know he bought it for a song, but the Shermans made a big profit on it, right? And they got out of it because they were basically bankrupt. So they were happy. And then maybe they made this story up to be... Because they picked up on the local the local new, uh, the local new theme of, yeah, it's it's cursed Navajo land, right? Because yep. there's a lot of mystique on that property, even without all the bullshit that people are saying mm. happened. No, because it's cursed. Because cur- yeah. apparently the Navajos cursed it to get rid of the, the their rival tribe, the Utes, right? And so that's that's given it a lot of mystique anyway, you know? But I just couldn't believe when you and I sat down this morning and watched it even more, all the people that come together on these bullshit. Oh, I'm like, hang on a second. So George Knapp is connected. Mm-hmm. Then you got, okay, Bigelow, I didn't know who he was, but okay, he's connected. But he's connected to Louis, whatever his name is, from ATIP. ATIP were investigating it. 
from NIDS. NIDS gave them a report. They they filed that report as highly classified. That's interesting in itself. And you know what else? The fact that they've, they've gone to the stars on this shit and Tom DeLonge's involved in it now. Are you serious? Yeah, and that, again, that to the stars thing of uh, basically they have to come up with fiction. Because that's the only way that the general public can slowly start to accept what's happening. I want to, be- as opposed to just saying, "Hey guys, by the way, there's aliens. Here's the evidence." I want to believe, but I actually even struggle with this because you're telling me there's portals, dimensions. <laughs> it's everything. Werewolves, candy box. It's a candy box. Yeah, it, you know, there's skinwalkers. There's a a, a, a cursed Navajo uh, bit of land at the Navajos cursed mm-hmm. F- uh, dimensions. Ghosts? What the? F- you can't have all of it. They've covered everything. Yeah, it's like everything you ever want as a, as a like a a lover of conspiracies and all that bullshit. No wonder it's called the strangest place on the earth. Yeah, mm-hmm. all you need now is a president to be assassinated on it. And you've got everything. Yep. You know what I mean? It's fucking bullshit that place. Everything you could think of that's crazy in the world, that place has got it. And isn't that strange that a company that sells property and makes theme parks bought it? Yeah, I smell a rat. Yeah. I have to be the first uh, reading, to say I do I'm, smell a rat. I'm on another website here, um, and it's gone, okay, so it's calling it the strangest place in the world. The activity, as reported by hundreds of witnesses over several decades and possibly centuries, include UFOs, unusual balls of light, animal mutilations, yep. and disappearances, poltergeist events, sightings of Bigfoot-like creatures, living dinosaurs. Oh, it's crazy, man. And other... Unidentified animals, physical effects on plants, soil, animals, and humans, strange ice circles, magnetic anomalies, and a vast array of other unexplained incidents. I know you don't like mm. him, but even Rogan called bullshit, right? And Rogan's a massive UFO fan. Didn't Rogan go to Skywalker Ranch? He did, and he called bullshit. Yeah. Because those balls of energy, that that's proven 100% to be lightning. Mm-hmm. Like, lightning can be a ball of energy. Yeah, like that's 100% yeah. true. Did the Navajos curse the land? Probably 100% they did. But does that mean that there's skinwalkers walking around? Who knows? Probably not. Nowadays, no. Right? Um, it, it's just all too convenient. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that there was a whole scientific team handpicked by the person who, was, who had a, an agenda. To make it sound like it was mm-hmm. mis- more mysterious than it really is. Yeah. The guy, so Bigelow handpicked these scientists for what? To make a profit. You know what I mean? Like, come on. So what, he could sell it to a company for more of a profit that makes theme parks? Yep. That's a bit odd, isn't it? And then got a government award as well to and, do investigations on it. Yeah, and ATIP, but what, what makes me scratch my head is why did ATIP even bother with it? Why did ATIP bankroll it? Yeah, why did ATIP... I don't think... Bank, they didn't bankroll it, but they got they involved. It. They got involved at some stage because it was a Pegasus award that was the bankroll for the investigation. Yeah. Which in itself is weird. Yeah, that's yeah, weird too. Yeah, because it actually all kicks off before... ATIP was yeah, around. It was a thing. ATIP yeah. was only, what, 2004, yeah. I thought. 2004? Yeah. yeah. So, the, well, this is 96. Apparently, when it was in its height of craziness, mm. Skinwalker Ranch, was 1994 to 1996. Yeah. Right? And this is when the well, what Shermans. Was the, let's, see, here's the thing. The Shermans are the main centerpiece of the bullshit, yep. right? So the Shermans are the ones that kickstarted it off. Even though, yeah. even though in 1974, like I said, there was a guy who claimed he was uh, 
who had his hair plucked out by a woman who followed mm-hmm. him back to the ranch, and she she was she transformed into a shape. She was a shapeshifter. Yeah, okay. She transformed into a like a werewolf sort of thing, yeah. right? So- and then they got in their truck and they sped away, and and then the pack of these wolves chased the truck to like 45, 60 miles per hour, yep. and they got a couple of rifles and shot at the wolves, and nothing happened, right? Yeah. So that's where it all really kickstarted. So I, I right? mean, I've got I've got a theory on all of this, but I'll take it offline because I don't think it's appropriate. Why you think there's a lot of tripping acid? No, there might there there may well be acid involved in this particular discussion, but that's not what I'm thinking, and I'll I'll, uh, I'll leave that for later. Well, why can't you cut it out? You're fucking good at that. Yeah, you, I, can, I can cut it out, but it just gives me more work. Yeah, but, but you, yeah, okay. So I'll stir it up and yeah, I'll cut, I'll it, cut it out. The Mormons are very good at telling tales. And they Ooh. love a good story. Leave it Ooh. in, man. Leave it in. Um, so th- the fact that they went to the Desert News, which is the Mormon Church's newspaper first, is something that I think would stir up a lot of controversy very, very, very quickly. So the so the newspaper you just said, what mm-hmm. was it called again? The Desert News, which is, which, which is a um, uh, basically the the main Mormon newspaper. Right. Okay. I look. I I want to believe some. You know, I love to believe weird shit. Like UFOs and I love all this shit. I even even the I scratched my head and went, I don't know, man. You know what? Actually, Rocket Russell, you had me right up until this morning. I was you got me hook, line, and sink. I believed, but then when I saw, you know, that Richard Knapp was involved, and then uh, George Knapp, sorry, George. George Knapp was involved, and then there was uh, uh, Bob, uh, not Bob was up. What's his name? Tom DeLong was involved. Two of the stars was involved. I kind of went, hang on, man. And Adamantium wants make their money on selling property to theme, to theme parks. I went, oh, I don't know, man. Oh, I don't know. It's Even weird. There's one, there's, there's one thing you do have to give the Mormons credit for. They're very, 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 very entrepreneurial. Yeah, like the Jews. And if you're going to the Desert News and you're trying to build a business and you're trying to stir well, we up some know. information, well, hang on, we don't that'd know. Be, that'd what be we... one way to do it. Okay, let, let's let's go back a step. We don't know if the Shermans were Mormons. Uh, if you're going to the Desert News, yeah, you probably are. You could Google that shit. So hang on, I've just gone there. Does that make me Mormon? No. Oh God. Dun, dun. No, but I, I, I would say that that was. Where are they? They're in Utah. Eighty percent of the population what, of Utah. I'll tell you moment. what. Look, let's let, let's park that for a second. Yeah. American let's, Frontier by pioneers committed to liberty and truth. Right now, listen. This is what we forgot. Right. Since all of this has happened, guess who's who, guess who's made a documentary on it? Jezza. Our mate. What's his name? Corbell. Jezza. Jeremy Corbell. Right. Jezza, yeah. Our mate. Our mate. Mate, that, that guy is the worst documentarian mate. on the planet. Okay, so he's made a documentary he's on this. He's huge. He's huge, mate. He's in fucking shit. Everywhere I go, all this shit we look into and you know sit there and do research. At some stage or another, his name... I'm surprised his name didn't pop into... Well, Again, it does, he's pro- but... Okay, he's probably so- part of the same corporation that's I- looking after To The Stars and this fucking Well, other- you know what? Okay, so let's go back a step. Jeremy Corbell has created a documentary on Skinwalker Ranch. Mm-hmm. Coming right? out this year, isn't it? Or is that the one I that's already out? I think it's out, mate. Yeah. And guess who's written a book on this shit, too? George. George Knapp. But George wrote and, his book in the and 90s. And somebody else wrote it with him. Yeah. Um, so oh, George- I just had it over here. So George Knapp and somebody else wrote the book on Skinwalker Ranch. I kind of really want a uh, third party. So what I'm saying is, a documentary was was 
created on this mm-hmm. by jo- by uh, Jeremy Corbell, who made the worst fucking documentary I've ever seen, mm-hmm. right, about Just Bob lazy. Lazar. Just no, it was lazy. fucking, uh, it did nothing for Bob Lazar. In fact, it made Bob Make Lazar. Make it look like ma- ma- made, it, made it look worse, right, for Bob Lazar. And when I went over that in a previous podcast, Jeremy Corbell is an awful, awful director, or he was at least in that particular documentary. I don't know about, I don't know about the one about Skinwalker Ranch. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. But I just found it very strange that, again, all these key players came out again. Jeremy Corbell, yet again, another bloody documentary on bullshit. Yep. Then George Knapp happens to write a book with somebody else on Skinwalker Ranch. Yep. And so you can understand why the skeptics have got a very good cl- a case on this particular uh, issue. Well, going, it's the same guys no, coming up with the same stories Exactly again. right. So George Knapp, again... Oh, interesting. Now, uh, he's written a book. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Corbell, he creates a documentary. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, the uh, what's his name? Um, uh, the, the guy that bought the property, what's his name? Bigelow. Bigelow makes a lot of money out of it. And he sells it off to Adam Antium. And they, they, they make this for bigger than Ben-Hur sighting for UFOs and portals and werewolves and all sorts of shit that people mm-hmm. like me will clamor over the rocks into the bloody <laughs> desert to have a look at. You know what I mean? And isn't that interesting? Every, and A-tips involved. So it gives it more credence. That's the other thing I thought about this just now as I'm talking to you. The reason why A-tips probably involved is to give this a bit more oomph, right? If, yeah. you, if you say that A-tip got involved in it, Oh, ATIP look at uh, UFO Those, threats, yep. right? They look at it. And they, 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 we know that they're a government agency, so they look at UFO uh, investigations and see if they're a threat. So ATIP got involved. Oh, it's got to be real then. Right? Oh, and they classified all this shit that the NDI, NIDS scientists that uh, Bigelow got together and put together in one, as a last bit of effort to prove what the Shermans were saying, mm-hmm. oh, this must be real. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of people like me that fucking love this shit and will drive to the the end of the earth and climb over rocks and bullshit and sit get up, out. Sit up all night watching stupid YouTube videos. Sit up all videos. night and watch <laughs> YouTube videos. Because if it's on YouTube, it must be real. It's got to be real, man. Do you know what I mean? Are you saying it's not? <laughs> it might Next not you're going to tell me that me looking on Wikipedia is not like... I know, and that's the other thing. That's the shortest Wikipedia page on the planet. Yeah, it's weird, man. Skinwalker Ranch is weird. That's the weirdest, wackiest shit you've ever told me about. I've got to be honest with you, Rocket Russell. I mean, I love it. it. Don't get me wrong. Is it up there with the Karate Kid? Oh, yeah, it's way way worse than the Karate Kid theory you came out with. But you know what? Since then, I've actually watched the Karate Kid, and I'll back you. Because because Daniel Larusso was a prick in that movie. Well, no watch, watch, watch the uh, the news. The, I'm the, not the paying YouTube. money for it, man. No, they've just released uh, YouTube's just released the first season, season. to normal YouTube. Oh, it, normal. It's YouTube. worth a watch, and he he comes across as even more of a fuckwit. Yeah, watch it. And oh, you'll okay. just sit back and go. So, so I can watch Cobra Kai yeah, on YouTube. So Cobra Kai, like they play on the fact that he is a bit of a bully. In yes. That. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch it mm. then. Yeah, I just know it only popped up for me the other day, saying it was. Free now. Yeah. So I, uh, I've watched the whole... I think there's three seasons on there. They're making the fourth one now. Other, yeah. Fuck. I've watched the first two episodes of yeah. the first season. So it's, how many seasons again, sorry? Three. I think, I think there's three. Jesus. It's, or there, there's two. There might be two and they're making the third. But it's actually quite a good... I mean, to, again, leave your brain at the door. 
Yeah, well, I, I do that quite a lot, but I actually <laughs> use it a little bit for this bullshit, Skinwalker Ranch, and I'm, I'm, I'm tired now. Strike first, strike fast. What else have we got to say about it? Have we covered everything we, we need to cover with it, or have I, have I missed out No, you've stuff? done a really good job, dude. You didn't need all that help. Yeah, as you I, I'd, I'd like to dig in more into, I mean, not now, but I'd like to actually learn a little bit more about the relationships between some of these key players. This is what I'm saying. Because there's something okay. not quite so, right. So something not okay, right. Okay, so this is what I'm saying right now. When I looked at it, I was just happy to look at Skinwalker Ranch yep. and all the weird shit that they observed. But you know what happened? I'm not making this up. Rocket Russell came to my place this morning to pick me up to, to come here, mm. right? And I just happened randomly to have a video open, and he says, what are you watching? I go, oh, I'm trying to learn more about Skinwalker Ranch. Yep. And no bullshit, this video fucking ruined me, man. It was all It was the connections. And I sat back and went, you know what? Now I see it. I actually see it. Yeah, you know what? I'm actually, kind of you know what? I'm actually going to go. I'm actually going to side with the skeptics on this because I call bullshit. Yeah, because but do you I know went, what it reminds me what? of? Do you know the flat Earth sort of community <sighs> where you've got a couple of key players that all really know each yep. other and they propel the whole thing yep. forward to make a profit? That's kind of the feeling you get from. Maybe this that's as well. what Tom DeLonge's role in all this shit is. Yeah. Maybe that's what his company's uh, role is. I mean, he wasn't around in the '90s to do this shit. He was too busy making. That's right. It was too busy making uh, three-chord mu- music to <laughs> appease the fucking emos and all the idiots out there. Three Fuck. three chords is kind of impressive for them. Oh, it's more like two chords, wasn't yeah. it? Too badly played Nervous ones. Nathan, I'll tell you now, he's going to ring me up and go, Oh, I love Blink-182. They're the best. I told you, Nervous Nathan, you get on this bullshit podcast and you tell me what's any good. It's a shit. I, I, I can hear background music to our next Formula One races being Blink-182 from Nathan. <laughs> Mate, I'll tell you now... Th- their last couple of songs or records or whatever weren't bad, but uh, their early shit was just that it's, shit. So you're saying since Tom DeLonge's left, it's got better. But didn't you say they're no, touring? No, I, 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 they're touring, but I couldn't tell you what they do now. I mean, I, I he really does need the money then. No, he's gone. No, he's he's gone. out, man. No, he left. He left. Doesn't he, he, doesn't he still no, make any sort of profit? No, he still gets oh, he'd have royalties, but no. Mm. He, he left the band 100% to pursue UFOs. Something really weird. That's what I'm saying. So this is what I'm saying. Going back to that, I couldn't believe all the pieces of the puzzle just fell, fell like maybe, that. Maybe all we need players. to dig into their majority shareholders. That's what we need to look at. Because I wouldn't be surprised if the little old uh, theme park manufacturers are the ones that are, are somewhat part shareholders in, in their company because they're publicly listed. That would be interesting to see. I don't know, man. Because it's public information. I don't know. I don't know. I just call I call bullshit on this one. Sorry. You know what? We should have a new segment. You, we should, you, you grind my gears? No, no, no. Oh, lucky Lisa. Like, shout out. <laughs> you, you'll, you should come in here with wacky conspiracy theories or com, like UFO shit. And we'll see if we call and, bullshit. And we, yeah, we'll call it. We'll say true or bullshit. True or bullshit. Yeah. No, bullshit, mate. Yeah, bullshit, mate. Bullshit. I, bullshit, I call mate. on this one maximum bullshit, i got to say. I, again, I, I this is all I know. It might, I, some I some been, parts of it may be factual. I mean, definitely the Navajo curse. Navajo um, curse, one hundred percent. It may. It's probably haunted, like all of the fucking you know Native American former because there's probably wars after wars and all sorts of things that happened on those lands. So yeah, there's probably some spooky ass shit there. But I don't know. It seems too convenient that all of this place is happening. All of this is happening in the one place. The same people are propelling it forward. Um, well, that's the point I'm trying to make. It sounds just a little bit dodgy. That's that's the point I was trying to make, and you put it really well. That's the point I'm trying to make. It does. 
until this morning, I was all good. And then, same. as I said, what, mm. once I watched that video this morning, yep. I was like, oh, fuck. Yep. I was the same as you, man. I was like, up until this morning, I'm like, yep, this is awesome. This is cool. This is like a, like like the hot spot. This is what we've been waiting for. Yeah, so that theme park no. owner, do they, they still own the property today. Yeah, they own they? it today, yeah. So I wonder what it is that they're planning to do there because they wouldn't be just holding on to that land for no particular purpose. Well, you know what? Like, again, I, you will definitely call bullshit if they open it up. And let people have a look at it. You'll call bullshit then for sure. Well, unless they turn it into a piss week world. No, but I mean, if they do anything to that property, anything at all, you got to call bullshit. If they open it up to the public to have a it's, look at it, they're gonna, why would they pay $4 million for something that that's they, what I mean. they can't make money but, back but on? But then you'd have to call bullshit. You have to. Because if it's really as bad as people say it is, you'd, you'd want to like block it off and let nobody near there, like Area 51. Yeah. Right? You'd have to. The military it, would just take it. That's what I'm saying. But the fact that it's actually not really... It's not run by the military, is it? No. No. Adamantium. No. I'm, I'm actually on Adamantium's um, webpage at the moment. Hmm. I'm looking at Super Yachts, Real Estate. Bullshit, man. Um, Versace Home. Interesting. Fendi Casa. It, it's a high end. It's like that app thing I showed you. It's yeah. just a high-end... But this is why Bigelow sold it to them, because you know why? He wants to build his hotel in space. Yeah. So it's... they're the company that are going to help him achieve that. That's that's why he got into bed with them. Oh, so it's not even his... If well, it's what the his... fuck? The thing is, but what do they want with that land? They want to turn it into a fucking theme park, man. I'm telling you. Well, they want to turn it into a community of some sort, some sort of property development or something. No, they can't develop it. I don't think they would do that. But I think they... Look, can you imagine, right... If you suddenly set up a camping ground there or some bullshit like that, or you had a tours, tours there, oh. night tours, right? You don't have to develop the land. That'll cost you money. But what if you had a tour, like a tour company, right, that you run and you profit from, and you suddenly say you can have a night tour, right? Mm. And you can you can camp out in the haunted grounds of the Skinwalker Ranch, and people will go, yeah, I'll be in on that shit. And people will be running around stoned and tripping acid and all sorts of shit, looking for aliens and bloody orbs in the sky and all. Fuck, you can imagine it. That's what they'll do with it. That's what they'll do with it, 100%. You know? It's a weird website too. Maybe it's run by aliens. No, it's just... <laughs> Interdimensional <laughs> aliens are running a company called... Adamantium, we have news here at Infowars.com. These people are trying to profiteer off the good American people. They're trying to suppress us with their false information. They're going to run a resort in Skinwalker Ranch where you will go and you take your kids and be frightened by interdimensional in- in- aliens that will take you. Stick a probe up your And ass. stick a probe up your anus. I have news and <laughs> proof here. and I've got the documentation from not only... Uh, Tom DeLong, who I trust, I believe that he is a fine young man who is creating a fantastic organization called Two Stars, where we will learn the truth about international aliens. I'll put money on it, man. Sounds like you need to do an advertisement for Two the Stars. <gasps> oh, you know what? There would be actually, <laughs> actually, say, we haven't had today's ad. We haven't had today's ad, so yeah. you know what we do. Yeah, roll it, monkeys. <laughs> If you want to go into into space and meet interdimensional aliens, our good friends at To The Stars will help you get there. That's right. To The Stars, along with Animantium, are going to create a hotel in space for you. That's right. You'll be able to visit your own little haunted world in 
skinwalker ants with tours where you can go and chase blue orbs run around and get potentially mauled by skinwalkers you'll also have the fun of looking at a dead cow carcass and trying to work out where its anus was that's right skinwalker ants powered by the love of anna adamantium the people that brought you the space hotel they did not sponsor this podcast today but i wish they did adamantium building better worlds and creating scarier ones. Building better worlds today. Wasn't that something? Wasn't there a movie where they said they're building better worlds today? Wasn't that part of Total Recall? Total Recall. Total Root, Re- yeah. That's the one. Yeah. That's right. Fuck yeah. Have we said anything we wanted to say about Skinwalker Ranch? It's. I, I mean, it's I'd a, still like to go there. I reckon that'd be Oh, I'd like around. to go Mate, there. Mate, you should. I'll show you the video. Yeah. Right? It is a scary place, even without the bullshit. Like, yeah. It's just an eerie place. Just the way. The landscape looks... Obviously, I've not been there, so yeah. I can't comment, really. But well, if it's anything like... Any of the video, The videos I've seen of people legit going there... It's it, weird It looking. looks weird looking. Like, it is a weird looking place. And I don't care. It could be the happiest place in yeah. the world, Utah right? Utah, in general, is a fairly interesting landscape. Yeah, but it, yeah. Could, but it could be the happiest place in the world. But that ranch is in the middle of fucking nowhere. No that alone would be scary. Imagine sleeping there at night. Those Mate, things. every kind of coyote, wolf call, or whatever it is, you'd be shitting yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fuck that place. Fuck all of it. I wouldn't go there in principle. <laughs> let alone the aliens that wanted to seduce you with, like, taking your hair out of your head. You know what? I'd be fucking safe. I've got none. Imagine that. Some, like, yeah, skinwalker came up. hairs are heaps more when they try to pull them out. No, maybe they take your pubes. What would they do then? Oh. God knows. They'd get on the well, that's how. That's how the wolf would attract them. Oh, smell. Smell. This is a weird website. Sorry. Yeah, I just think it's weird that a property, develop- property developer is uh, purchasing a uh, a property 100, what, 120 kilometers away from Salt Lake City? Yeah. Mate, look, Which I, is actually look, a commutable distance look, if you we, think about we it. We haven't covered it as well as we could cover it because it's mm. a real big rabbit hole, but I smell a rat. Up until this morning, I was fine with it. I was really like, oh, this is really interesting. But once I saw that video and I saw all the key players and how they're all uh, related and how they're all trying to make money off it and all this sort of shit, I call bullshit. I have to call bullshit on this one. This is our new segment. I call bullshit. You've got to think, for 500, what is it, 500 acres yeah. for $4 million within a commutable distance to Salt Lake City, which is ever-expanding, is a fairly good long-term play if you're a property developer. It is, but, no, but you're not looking at the big picture. You're selling the mystique. For now. You're selling the mystique, man. You're selling the idea that aliens are there. For now. Portals to other dimensions are there. But they're not Cows selling. get mutilated. You might get abducted and an yeah, anal probe stuck up your ass. You're not, not looking at the big picture. They're not profiteering from it yet. No, but they might. They, yeah. They will. But they I, I, will. If it was me, I'd be like, yeah, let's do a short-term play where we're going to make some money out of the fuckwits that want to go there and spend $1,000. And you know what? And How then we- long-term, let's have a, a place which is equidistant between Las Vegas yep. And Salt Lake City, and turn it into a uh, a little Rocket little, Russell. Little how many people? Glenmore Park. How many people on that video? There was a few people hanging around the front gate of that place. Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is, people go there now. Yeah. And they go there illegally. It's not far from Salt Lake. It's only 80 miles, man. That's a, I know. that's nothing. And you get to go through Fort Douche. You get to go through Fort. <laughs> yeah, douche. to see Lord Douche. 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 <laughs> Anyway, I want to wrap this bullshit up. We done? I need to pee. I need to piss as well. I'm fucking aching. So am I. Fuck this. That was a tough one, man. We did well. And you know what? I'm a little bit sad that it is bullshit. 
I, I, I'm a little bit gutted because you know what? I want to believe. I really want to believe that it was all true. Maybe it is, but on the on the face of everything that you see, yeah, uh, caution. Once once it hit that that video we watched this that, morning, that that sort of just went. Uh, that kind of yeah. hurt me a little I caution bit. Caution shenanigans. You know what? I just wanted to run around. You and, lost a night of sleep over this. I fucking lost a night of sleep. I feel like shit because I was thinking about oh, it's <laughs> really skinwalkers and. You know what about the fi- the fake uh, skinwalker on Facebook? You see that picture? There's a fake skinwalker on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, there's a there's a picture of the skinwalker, and a pa- and someone po- posted it on uh, posted it on Facebook. Right. But see, immediately that's the thing. It was until someone starts showing me actual images, I mean there are uh, like what they use in Africa for, for for photographing very very rare and endangered animals. There are trigger based. 360 degree cameras that you could have lying out all yeah, over but the place. This is the thing. This Nobody is what, ever takes a clear this fucking is, image of anything. But it, you know what? And this is yeah. why it's bullshit. And, I mean, how good are cameras now yeah. in phones? You'd have to okay. be fucking moronic. Okay, but even back in the 90s, 96, when NIDS were doing all their research and going over everything, they were looking at potential environmental factors. Remember when they even said they were looking at whether or not there was hallucinogens? That maybe maybe there might have been spores in the air and the and the and the uh, Shermans might have actually been tripping balls, but they didn't know they were tripping balls. They Un- they unreal. went they went over they 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 took soil samples, water samples, air samples. They did drop a lot mag- of nukes they did, in the they, air. They did matter uh, ma- magno uh, magnetic radiation levels. Yeah. They did everything right. And you know the one thing that fucking kills me. The one thing where they said, "Oh, we definitely saw the the skinwalkers and we saw the mm-hmm. weird shit," but every camera that they had didn't work. What a fuck! That's you, the biggest. Even in the nineties, cameras weren't that bad. Come on, go you back know what to I mean? film if you have to. You fucking nineties well, would have been film, wouldn't it? Nah. Yeah, they would have been oh, film. No, no digital. What ninety six? Ninety six. Nah, you you had one. Well, that was that was those Sony digitals that copied onto a uh, yeah. um, three and a quarter inch disc, wasn't it? Exactly. So you you could God fuck um or you had wow. the Advantix film or, or whatever it was. But you had the little Advantix, yeah. yeah. But you still mainly it was film. But come on, surely you could have captured something. The cameras weren't that bad back then. No, you know. No. So that did hurt me today. I've got to be honest. I was a bit gutted, but it is what it is. We're done. We're done. I'm calling. It. I need to piss. Rocket Russell, thank you for coming in and demoralizing me with Skimwalker Ranch. <laughs> I will sleep better tonight, knowing that it's actually not true. Well, it's F1 night. Everyone's oh, it's F1 tonight. night, yeah. yeah we'll yeah. get to that Whoops. in another podcast. Oh. Jason Relaxation, thank you for being you. Don't go with changing. And thank you for actually chiming in and not being silent because I needed your help. And you actually had some fucking something useful to say for, for a fucking change. <laughs> Fuck yeah. out. He had to bring religion. Talk about, it, to talk, yes. about a, talk about a backhanded compliment. Jesus. <laughs> Don't get sensitive on me now, bitch. Ooh. Zing. <laughs> I'm sorry I read it about skinwalkers. I can't help it. I was fascinated about it ever since Rocker Russell told me about Skinwalker Ranch as a rabbit hole I can't get out of. And I know it's a big fucking rabbit hole. And everything was looking really good until I found out it might have been actually bullshit because there were key players in it that were fucking profiteering from it. Oh, it's a rabbit hole I can't get out of. It's something I need to improve in my life. Why am I so gullible? Why do I want to believe so bad? Why do I want aliens to stick something up my ass? Why do I want to hope that I fall in love with an alien, a blue alien like Mass Effect? I can't get out of it. I need to improve on it. I need to get out of this fucking rabbit hole. I need to stop drinking so much caffeine and improving and that's why my teeth are yellow and my dentist is going to go off at me next week when I fucking see him. Oh, fuck my day, fuck my life! <sighs> and next week, your little fucking skinwalkers that are running around in Skinwalker Ranch will have some more retro and more bullshit, but until then, you can roll it,